What up, what up? Hey, there he is. Hey, here we are. What's up, man? I'm really excited because this is episode 10. Oh, fuck, dude. We're, we're double, double digits. digits now. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, we have 10 episodes on the docket. We have a pop-in Instagram feed. We're, <laughs> we're really, we're becoming a, quite the media juggernaut here at Think Fresh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many episodes we're going to um, pretend to act surprised that we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, shit, we're episode 60 now. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> episode 120. Who would have thought? Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I mean, for all the listeners out here, we're now committed to two episodes a week. So that's double meat. That's double um... meat, baby. Double cheese, <laughs> double toasted. That's twice, uh, you know, you get... Ty and myself here talking shit about um, our favorite food. (laughs) For sure. And we really, yeah, we're media moguls. We're the new MTV here, guys. Like, people have called Eric the the Joe Rogan of gastronomy. Um, (laughs) I myself have been compared to Michelle Obama. (laughs) That's right. That's right. There's There's a few La Flame albums that come to mind as well. Hit us. Oh, uh, well, Gastro World, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gastro World, of course, our previous episode. Oh, and uh, Monterey Jack Boys. <laughs> Monterey Jack Boys, so <laughs> underrated. <laughs> oh, that's great. What'd you yeah. have for lunch today, buddy? I actually haven't eaten yet, but right now on wow. my burner, I am making some spaghetti a pomodoro. Hey, beautiful. Is that yeah, basically just be- marinara sauce, but in Italian? yeah it sounds fancier with an accent i am adding some uh chickpeas and some lentils to it to give it a bit more of a bolognese kind of texture so i'm really excited about that okay um vegetarian does meat (laughs) yeah veggie veggie does (laughs) meat-ish yeah good shit it's funny when you're a vegetarian because it's almost like every meal is it's just a simulation like you're just simulating something else (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's really funny i think um that's like my biggest gripe i have with vegetarians um you know when you try to like rename shit or like pretend it's something else Mm. like there's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with vegetables like just i don't know you can do so much with vegetables that it's like just embrace it and call it a fucking vegetable like why does it have to be buffalo wings like it's they're not they're not cauliflower they're not chicken wings they're cauliflower wings I know. Just call it sliced up cauliflower dipped in hot sauce. Yeah, like that sounds delicious. Why not just does. you know lean into the the vegetables? You know. Yeah, well, I mean, like vegetarians are historically uh, outsiders, so they're not <laughs> they're not known for their um, like ideas that it are easy to get behind. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess they have to like um, think about it in a, from a PR point of view. Like, are we gonna like market this shit? Oh, I guess we gotta label it after some kind of meat product or or whatever. But you, yeah, just totally. the idea that we have to eat meat is like kind of crazy. Like, if you want to just have cauliflower wings, like that's fine. Just don't call yeah. them wings. <laughs> they're not wings. They're fucking vegetables. Totally. <laughs> It's it's funny though, like it's just um, like ingredient skeuomorphism. 
yeah it's the, it's the same thing as like i'm recording this on my phone but it's not a phone it's a podcast recording device yeah it's basically just the personal uh connection to the internet that's all it is really yeah too many with the microphone breadheads yeah <laughs> <laughs> so one to many broadcasts you know yeah gotta throw those ideas out mm-hmm. uh well for lunch today i had um Again, a pasta. I feel like this is my, <laughs> my personal brand. I actually did a nice little Whole Foods haul yesterday. Um, I even rented a car and like really stocked up. I got like a full case of San Pellegrino, some pasta stuff, uh, frozen food, you know, you name it. I got it. Some meat. Wow. That's great. Yeah. Um, so in I my did... pasta, I had like a little, little Italian spicy sausage um some bacon uh what else green onion garlic egg all kind of thrown in there and then i did with like a fettuccine which is kind of interesting oh fun yeah we're past the people uh, over here on the pod that's right past the people tell me about your whole foods experience what's new what's new at whole foods what's happening over there how's the scene Mm, seems uh pretty interesting it's like a lot of the people before were wearing masks, like it was 99% of the mask people there. Um, and now it's kind of dying down a little bit. Like people are, I feel like in general, people are just are caring a little bit less. Um, except for the staff, they're like freaking out <laughs> constantly. You can tell. <laughs> like uh, I actually grabbed a cart that wasn't wiped down yet because it was like, there was no signage. It was just kind of sitting there. And the guy like was like, holy shit, dude, you, you grabbed the dirty cart. Like, take these ones, wash your hands. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I just like whipped out some Byredo rinse, rinse-free hand wash and, and kept it moving. But, you know, you could see the relief wash over his face when I pulled out the hand sani. <laughs> it's incredible, right? You, then you uh, uh, get sanitized, then you go inside, and then you tap, touch like every single organic gala apple to find one that isn't bruised yeah exactly <laughs> I, i'm really trying to be conscious of that and like not put pick up fruits and like put them back <laughs> you know but totally. it's hard because you'll you know you'll pick up a nice little heirloom tomato and you'll see it's like mushy on one side and you're like oh i can't buy this so you put it's it down. so hard i feel the same way i feel inclined to accept it it's now kind of like that um a mechanical arm game at like a carnival and you like reach in you grab something and you get it you're stuck with it yeah <laughs> yeah you should just do it so that you like just graze your hand across the vegetables kind of like that machine and then pick one up as it feels good <laughs> so you're yeah, not actually touching uh, or you're not actually picking anything up but you're touching all of them which is great <laughs> it's really funny the uh post-covid vegetable shopping i spend a lot of time like bent over at the produce section like examining the fruit from all angles like yeah. i want to make sure i don't buy a potato with a wart on it so i need <laughs> to inspect it from every angle yeah that's a good point um i just wish our subway would put this much effort into selecting vegetables i feel like whenever i, know, I right? see uh like a fresh bag of lettuce being ripped open it's like you know already brown somehow totally and even in line like right now if the subway artist like picked up a vegetable like a cucumber and then decided oh i'm not going to put that on this sandwich and throws it back in the bucket then i feel bad for whoever's like next in line that's going to get that same cucumber it's just getting tossed around yeah it's been fondled already it's a covid cuke (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I wouldn't be like that if I was a sandwich artist. I think that I would be very deliberate about the vegetables that I select from the bucket. Uh, mm-hmm. I would be very careful with the positioning on the sandwich. I would even try to know all the vegetables a little bit so that they are evenly spaced and have a, a very dignified presence on the meat. Yeah, it's kind of interesting how um, systematic the approach is on the first half of the Subway sandwich building experience. Like, you know, everything that's in the front half of the counter is perfectly fit and like almost to a like psychotic level. It's like so meticulous. And then like two steps over, you just have them like throwing olives on and throwing the lettuce on and like it doesn't matter. Totally. <laughs> Vegetables is the, uh, that's like the freestyling section. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one ever thinks that far into their order. So it's freestyling from both ends. Like mm-hmm. not only is a sandwich artist kind of just like trying to keep up with you um, because, you know, you riff off like two or three at a time. Um, but also the person ordering is trying to figure out really quickly what goes well with uh, chicken and marinara. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're both just riffing. Exactly. I really think the choice overload at the vegetable section makes it such a free-for-all. Yeah, absolutely. I might... Um, I think that plays a big part in like who actually likes going to Subway. It Like that freestyling... And that choice, that overwhelming sense of choice maybe attracts different people uh, than your, you know, local McDonald's or like a Wendy's or something, something with a predefined mm. menu. Yeah, I see where you're going with this. Um, I firmly believe that one of the reasons you don't see any homeless people at Subway when you see lots of them at McDonald's or Tim Hortons for all you Canadians on the horn Uh, you don't see them at Subway because there's just too many decisions to be made there. And these types of people don't necessarily like making decisions maybe isn't their uh, um, (laughs) strongest, strongest skill. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You get the CEOs, you know, you get the construction guys, people who are like good at following direction and giving direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're either strong decision makers or they have a passion to be a strong decision maker, aspirational. Yeah, exactly. There's no room for, um, you know, going against the grain when you're a construction guy, like you are following direction and you got to make sure you're building something that's structurally sound. So I imagine Mm -hmm. they would be, you know, maybe single toasting their sub or not at all toasting their sub and potentially like going lighter on the sauce kind of like when you're laying down concrete right you don't want to make it too wet (laughs) yeah that's true i bet those construction (laughs) workers anybody if you see somebody in front of you in line with a safety vest on just copy their sandwich ingredient (laughs) for ingredient they're gonna make a very structurally sound delicious sandwich yeah exactly what what do you (laughs) think are some other professions that would lend themselves like their skills that would lend themselves very well to building a sandwich oh yeah that's a great question um, I would love to see an astronaut at Subway. I think that they, they are risk takers. They are dreamers. They yeah. are willing to venture where no one else has gone. I would like to see what an astronaut makes. Mm-hmm. I'm into that. 
I was gonna say like a like a painter, but then on second thought, they would probably have a heart attack, you know, watching their sandwich artist drizzle the sauce on for them, and it not being at all aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, more Pollock, more Pollock in this, please. <laughs> yeah, please, please just dab it a little bit in the corner. There. <laughs> that would be pretty good. That would be pretty good, though. Um, obviously, a chef having a chef on both sides of the counter that's a pretty funny scene already. Yeah, um, that's a, it's a moment for disaster <laughs> or good collaboration. Yeah, I would like to see how that would play out. Can you imagine Gordon Ramsay ordering a sandwich? Or like any <laughs> any like hot-headed chef like with like sleeve tats like yo can you fucking lay the lettuce down nice please like can you imagine the shit they would say <laughs> yeah. all the uh, all those uh, wannabe Ramses in line just flexing their sleeve tattoos and yeah. screaming at their sous chef and trying to just yeah. trying to just get the thing out of the toaster and spread the lettuce yeah with her three-quarter sleeve rolled up uh you know, white dress shirt, Oxford shirt. Oh, yeah. Maybe like little <laughs> five-inch inseam, uh, you know, shorts. <laughs> <laughs> they still have an apron on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Towel uh, over the shoulder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. If Subway artists had towels on their shoulder, they would not only, like, look more presentable, but they wouldn't need to cycle through as many rubber gloves. I think it's crazy. <laughs> I am flummoxed by the fact that every single sandwich comes with a pair of gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine opening your sub and there's a, a glove in there? Like we live it just in like a, fell off. Yeah, they use it for one sandwich. That's crazy. It just comes yeah. with they should just give it to you afterwards. If you sanitize it, you got yourself a free glove. Wow. But you know what? It's gross and wasteful, but I also do appreciate it. Like, imagine all the services they're touching in the back uh, subway area. Like, you know, they're touching the oven, they're touching the um, debit machine and all that shit, you know? And I think with, like, COVID now, I'm, like, very hyper aware of, like, things that I'm touching and when other people are not taking the same care, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a really good point. I, uh, really appreciate that subway already has this um program in place to protect our sandwiches and protect our health (laughs) (laughs) um yeah but uh so homeless people don't go to subway astronauts do who else doesn't go (laughs) (laughs) who else doesn't go hmm We've kind of touched on this actually before. We said we, I remember in a previous episode, we talked about how we don't see a lot of um, families at Subway, at least at the locations we go to. I think that's very weird. Yeah. Um, and no dates at all. We also talked about how, you know, observing somebody at Subway is a good way to understand their values. Um, mm-hmm. And like, the way they uh, interact with their sandwich artists is probably a good way to tell, uh, you know, how good of a person they are, I think, too. I, I love the idea, though, of an actual date taking place at Subway. You split a foot long, you work together. There's like a co-creation aspect, of, like, oh building a sandwich. And 
then at the end, you can share the fruits of your labor, labor and you have something to celebrate together. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, that, that would be also a recipe for a disaster. If you're, if you're not maybe in the best relationship, imagine that many decisions at once. <laughs> it's like planning a wedding. <laughs> it's like planning a wedding all within like five minutes. Wow, that's true. It's make or break in that case. Yeah, exactly. And then like... It's also like, yeah. I was going to say like the sandwich artists, if they're having a rough day, like having a couple argue <laughs> in front of them, it's probably, <laughs> it's probably uh, the tipping point. No kidding. The sandwich artist is the restaurant equivalent of a marriage counselor at that moment. Yeah, exactly. So while they're like waiting for your sandwich to toast, they can like offer some uh, relationship advice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine what they could say. They could really only listen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what they're good at. <laughs> yeah, listen and, and eyes uh, out the window. The dangerous part about taking a date to Subway is that it's already a fairly affordable dining establishment. So you really have to go all out there. You don't want like your girl texting your friends afterwards. Like he only got me a six inch like, yeah, and the girls the are like, delight. <laughs> go be the veggie delight. Sandwiched by the inch, you're mad at cheapskate, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of that. <laughs> um, yeah, and I hope uh, I hope your date likes the weekend because that's all they all they play at Subway. That's true. It is perfect mood music. Yeah. So I don't know if it's literally just our Subway, but every time we go. They play the weekend at some point on the speakers and it's like it doesn't feel like a data it doesn't feel like uh, a trip to subway without hearing that at least once yeah it's both um inappropriately intimate but also a part of the subway experience for me now so i i learned to appreciate it and crave it yeah there's nothing like just like biting into like a falafel sandwich and then like hearing the the beat of like blinding light and just it, everything feels good then you know it's a happy place they're creating a happy place with the weekend yeah true i just get a little bit uncomfortable when i'm licking my lips so much and i'm listening to like house of balloons <laughs> man i would be so much happier if they played more old weekend play trilogy stuff at subway yeah exactly. that's such a vibe or even um, get into Astro World, you know, like we <laughs> for, for all the kids out there wearing their Travis merch, um, you know. You saw think, someone uh, in Travis merch at, You saw someone in Travis merch at Whole Foods, didn't you? That's right. Yeah, I took a little picture and had to send it to you. <laughs> That's a weird scene for Astro World people. For Is it all you, I, I I think so. I wouldn't pull up to Whole Foods in. Any any type of Kanye Stan or Travis merch, I would I would probably just order Domino's. I think I feel like those people order Domino's. I don't know. I think those are Bon Iver fans. Oh, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, for some reason Whole Foods is becoming as trendy as Astroworld and Travis in general. So, interestingly enough, I think. Uh, there's like a weird intersection there. Like the Venn diagram is, is uh, maybe more overlapping than you think. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely growing more overlapping every single day. However, 
three years ago you walk into a whole foods that's bonnie bear fans everywhere like the yeah. whole crowd would be like all about that skinny love yeah for our fans listening uh ty is a huge bonnie bear head um so i always try to throw in a little dig once in a while and roast the bonnie bear fans yeah well i think that's just like justin vernon is makes some of the most beautiful sounds of our generation he truly is a musician and he has a cultural impact that is larger than his um, maybe like fan base or <laughs> um, his fame. It's like quite widespread cultural impact of Bonnie Bear. Okay. Um, have you heard Gunda's new album? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. Track one is called uh, 200 for Lunch. <laughs> so can you imagine what you can get at subway with 200 dollars? what does a 200 oh, wow. subway order look like is that 200 inches yeah is he talking about inches here 200 inches for lunch <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't do it man i cap out at 28 inches i i've thought about this i don't think i can get past 28 inches that's two foot longs in a little bit that's true how many inches is the giant sub Oh, yeah, shit. The giant sub is three foot longs long, I believe. Oh, or is wow. it six? I don't know. Does it come in both? Is that is like the three foot long basically like the six inch version and then six is like the 12? Oh, maybe. Maybe there's options. The giant sub just totally freaks me out. I don't get it at all. Me neither. I would never order that thing. And it doesn't look like it comes <laughs> in like any options. Like if you get the chicken... Like the oven roasted chicken, that's like, there's like three chickens in there. <laughs> no kidding. You're getting three birds between <laughs> bread. <laughs> I don't even know if you get to choose the like toppings of the sandwich. I think it's kind of like um, chef's menu. Oh, true. Whatever's fresh that day. <laughs> yeah, it's market price. <laughs> market Next price. to it just says MP. Yeah. Wow. That actually makes me more intrigued by it if it said MP next to the price yeah do you ever ask do you ever inquire about the market price when you're sitting at a restaurant almost never i would never ask the price of something unlisted i would just take the risk that's true you don't want to look like uh you don't want to hear the price and then say oh never mind (laughs) because (laughs) because then you just look like a broke boy totally social suicide yeah speaking of dates like you don't want to be um sitting next to someone and be like yeah oh a little too much for my taste. Can do you have a do you have a do you have a ham and cheese option? <laughs> Let's stick to the classic menu today. Don't even look at the signature menu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hard stop over here uh, when it's a signature. Totally. Yeah, I stay away from the signatures on, when I'm there alone. But if I was trying to impress, I would probably try to get something more premium or at least like add avocado to show that i have expendable cash yeah exactly it's like price is not um like a blocker for me like i can you know <laughs> like i can i can afford to you know live live dangerously and live a more exciting life totally <laughs> yeah i'll get a combo I'll get a whole box of cookies. I'll bring them back for my friends. I love yeah, like, exactly. bringing a whole box of cookies back for to the office for people. Yeah, the cookies are like a cult favorite. 
you know, it's uh, if you brought, imagine you bring back like a bunch of mini sliders, like they would, they would not be happy. But if you brought uh, the box of cookies, they go over much better, I think. Yeah, real crowd pleaser. Great way yeah. to make friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, bud. Uh, coming up on time here, Eric. Yeah. Do you want to hit him with uh, some closing thoughts this time? Or Oof. do you want me to let him know our our little spelling hack? Yeah, let's end this on um, a fun tip today. No more deep-seated ideas. Yeah, dude. Okay. Um, so one little discovery just go ahead and write down tuna sub backwards and uh, let us know in the Instagram comments what you find. Yeah. Tuna sub backwards. Comment yeah. it. Comment on our gram. Like, follow, <laughs> subscribe. Alrighty. <laughs> Think fresh, people. <laughs> All right. See you later, breadheads. See ya. Think fresh. <laughs>